0: Hello! This is Full Manga Librarians. We're your friendly intermediate teen librarians, Kelly and
1: Carrie from the Akron Summit County Public
0: Library. And we're here today to talk all about manga. Every other week we'll suggest manga you may want to read.
1: And all of the manga we mention will be available to order through the library either physically or digitally. We'll go over what the manga is about, connect it to other media outside of the manga realm, and offer other important details, such as suggested age level or content awareness. We will do our best to avoid spoilers, but some may squeak by. We apologize in advance for mispronunciations.
0: Okay, hi, Miss Carrie. So I have a question for you, and basically... Uh, we know that one of the characters in the manga we're, talk- we're sharing today is known by his classmates for being obsessed with boys love manga. So in high school, were you known by a certain obsession of yours or are you now?
1: Um, well, probably this applies to both. It was reading. I was the bookworm. And, and back then it wasn't, um, this is the seventies and eighties. So there's no digital anything. Um, it's, you have to go to the library to get books or you have to go to Walden books to the, you know, go to the mall and get um, books from the bookstore there. So, um, nowadays you see kids with books or they're reading books on their phones and they're carrying them around, which is great. But mm-hmm. back then it wasn't something you saw a lot. And I was that kid in the hallway with stacks and stacks of books that I was reading. And I would walk to the library in our town, which was just the library wasn't too far, um, maybe a mile away. And I would walk there and I would bring my friends and they would be interested for a few minutes. But then I had these stacks of books and they were like, how are you reading all this stuff? <laughs> and I would get in trouble in school for reading my books. I, you know, I got in trouble, I got a detention In seventh grade, for reading *The Shining* during math class. Oh my god! I'll never forget that. Yeah, that was yeah. Yep, I remember like it just happened. Yeah, and and then detention, I read *The Shining*, which is what I got the detention for. (gasps) And and the teacher who was handling the detention talked about it with me because he he loved Stephen King. So, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but then, so, and now I am still the bookworm. I'm still the one walking around with my nose in a book and like literally walking into things. Mm, if, I, if I'm care. that into it, I will walk into things. It happens. So um, and what about you, Miss Kelly? What are you obsessed with or what have you been obsessed with oh. in the past that oh. you're known for? Oh, gosh. I feel like I'm
0: one of I feel like I feel like I'm one of those people who kind of jump around with acceptance uh obsessions wow obsessions and so I think if I had to answer this it would just basically be stories like good stories so books video games anime and so um I remember so in high school I was painfully shy um and I had a few friends but like people basically knew me as the girl with the book so similar to your case of I would carry around a bunch of books or I'd be like scribbling um a story down on a piece of paper and I thankfully I don't think I ever got in trouble um unless I'm misremembering something but um yeah so like definitely that so like nerdy nerdy type anything nerdy, I'm all for learning (laughs) new things. I don't know. I'm sorry. This is, I mean, I I guess I would say books, obviously, but then also anime, video games, and that's continued to today. All right. So yeah, today we'll be talking about a couple pretty awesome, very cute uh, stories. And I guess I'll go ahead and kick us off with, I think our son is gay. And so this manga is a slice-of-life story about a gay teen who hasn't come out yet to his not-so-oblivious mother, Tomoko. It isn't always easy raising her precious boys, especially with Tomoko's husband away on frequent business trips. But as Hiroki, who is this teen, starts his first year of high school, Tomoko becomes aware of his secret. It isn't difficult to connect the dots, not with Hiroki's occasional slips of the tongue and various reactions. And before long, Tomoko begins to believe that her son, Hiroki, is gay. This wholesome manga series begins each chapter with a new challenge for Hiroki and showcases Tomoko's ever-present love and affection for her son. The series almost treats the story like a comic strip. The feel might come from the series initially being published online, perhaps? But... It begins to develop Hiroki's tale throughout each volume. I think our son is gay is one of those heartfelt, feel good stories that values acceptance and love as Tomoko struggles to both respect her son's wishes to keep his identity secret while also supporting him where she can. It's sweet to see how his brother Yuri does this in his own way too, especially when we see their father return. The father is not as accepting, but he also isn't as observant. So Yuri supports his brother just as much as his mother does. And um, it's shown actually quite beautifully. Each new panel touches on a different facet of Hiroki's journey. And after each story, you can tell that Tomoko... Really loves and understands her son even more. What's fascinating too is how Tomoko begins to understand how other people in Japanese society react to and reflect on people who are gay. There isn't anything mature with the story. It definitely seems to be more resonant with those in sixth grade and up, however, and is a story all about self discovery. As mentioned, and acceptance. As mentioned, this manga was first published online on the Gangon Pixiv website and has since come out with four volumes. So it's still, it's still ongoing, but it's only come out with four so far. We can see the influence of a much more simple and beautiful art style that's clean and sure with solid lines and minimal shading. It gives the characters a cute look that you won't want to miss. They almost but not quite look like chibi characters. I think this really adds to the wholesome feel of the series. This manga hits all those feel-good self-acceptance notes that just remind me of a really good hug. I felt like I was awing by the end of most of the chapters and the mother is so precious. The love and care she has for her son was dazzling. Yuri, as mentioned, you know, the brother is extremely supportive too. And as we read along, we get to understand him more as well. He's actually acutely aware of his brother's sexual orientation and unflinchingly accepts and defends him. It's interesting to see how Tomoko deals with her acceptance and also how younger brother Yuri does. They definitely have different approaches, but both have their hearts set on understanding Hiroki. If you're looking for other feel-good graphic novels with LGBTQ rep, check out Mooncakes, Heartstopper, and The Magic Fish. The Magic Fish especially, since we see beautiful instances of acceptance from family, just like in I Think Our Son is Gay. Or if you prefer to read fiction, um, check out the book What If It's Us by Becky Albertalli and Adam Silvera. It's an adorable YA rom-com about two boys who meet at a post office, but then try to find each other again throughout the story. Much like I think our center is gay, the family and friends are very much supportive and it's just such a lovely read. All of these have similar vibes for sure. So pick up all the wholesome reads you can.
1: You're too cute. You're too cute, Miss <laughs> Kelly. Pick up all the wholesome reads you can. You're just, and here I am over here like splatter fest. Like... <laughs> like who gets decapitated in this story like no this is not that kind of episode <coughs> oh um, God, no, no this is this is not that episode we have plenty of those don't we plenty yep. of those yeah what i have is uh sasaki and Miano. Mm. high school student Miano is not only obsessed with bl or boys love manga the whole school considers him an expert his classmates at his all-boys school, at least those who approach him about his reading interests, assume that he's gay, but he liked a girl back in junior high, so he's certain he's not into guys. But when this shy boy starts to lend his favorite manga to outgoing and often aggressive upperclassman Sasaki, he begins to wonder. Hmm. Sasaki, on the other hand, falls hard and fast for Miano, who can't stop expressing his excitement over the manga he adores and for finally having someone to share the excitement with. While Sasaki recognizes his feelings, but is afraid to share them, Miyano wonders about his own response to Sasaki. Will either of them take a chance and make their shared affection known so they can star in a boy's love story of their own? Hmm. This is a very sweet yet emotionally charged story with slim volumes making for a quick read that will keep first love romance fans turning those pages. This is my first boy's love manga, and it was easy to be completely charmed by the innocence of both of these characters. Sasaki seems more worldly and mature, but his struggle to hold back once he realizes how he feels about Miano is such a delicate balance. He seems to want to maintain this tougher image, but he's so overwhelmed by his physical and emotional reactions every time he's with Miano, it's difficult for him to keep his feelings to himself. Miano, while insisting to himself that his obsession with boy's love is not a reflection of his personal life, thinks he's taking Sasuke's behavior the wrong way because he's so immersed in the boy's love world. A heartfelt confession, timed when one believes the other is asleep, promises to lead to a change in their relationship. But will it be for the better? Now, romance readers will recognize the tells of high school romance in certain situations, like sharing an umbrella or gifting cookies made at home at class, which made me smile knowingly but to myself because it's just so, so sweet. The artwork captures the emotional conflict of both characters so well, it's impossible not to empathize with them. The eyes are especially captivating, and the covers have a gloriously fresh watercolor quality. Everything here points to the innocence of first love, and the content is appropriate for ages 14 and up. There is some discussion of boys' love terms, some of which imply sexual activity but aren't explicit. My only concern with this story is Sasaki's physical aggression towards Miano. He's not mean, nor does he intend to hurt him, but Miano is clearly uncomfortable with surprise hugs and what Miano considers touchy-feely behavior. Although it's clear that Miano is attracted to Sasaki, this doesn't make it okay for Sasuke to hug or otherwise touch him without Miano's consent. I find this now and again in young adult novels and manga with what seems explained away by the victim's interest in the aggressor, but just because someone likes another person, whether it is known or not, they deserve to be asked before they're approached physically, even if the aggressor wishes them no harm. I worry that reading and seeing this relationship dynamic normalizes it. So if there are readers who are in the situation and are uncomfortable, it invalidates their feelings and sets them up for others to take advantage of their silence. Um, as I noted earlier, this is my first boys love manga and my experience reading romance between high school boys in general is nearly non-existent, which makes it difficult to make recommendations. If I were to mention similar high school romance in general that is sweet yet intense, I would have to bring up Poor Amiya, which is not BL in the slightest, but focuses on an unlikely couple. Um, if I'm gonna go outside of manga to teen fiction, I think Date Me, Bryson Keller by Kevin Vine Y would be a good fit Um, because the main character, Kit, hasn't come out yet, and he's terrified someone will find out he's gay before he's ready to deal with the reactions from his family and classmates. But when the most popular guy in school takes a dare that requires him to date whoever asks him to for a week, Kit takes a chance. His fear of being labeled takes a backseat when he realizes how much he actually likes spending time with Bryson, but he doesn't expect an actual romance with someone he wasn't crushing on and who seems to be straight. The feelings are intense, but the romance takes its time, just
0: like in Sasaki and Miano. So I had a question, because I haven't I haven't read the series, but I have a question about the um, physical aggression, touchy feely kind of behavior that Sasaki is
1: yeah. what trying to
0: so is that it's not quite fan service, right? Because no, I mean, no 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 it's not, okay, not in okay. the least bit. It's
1: not at all. It's just like he will just come up and like hug him and um and it's just that like like you know they like each other and they know they like each other and but sometimes you don't want to be touched like even if it's somebody that you're close to like you don't necessarily just want someone someone coming up and hugging you for if you don't expect it if you're not super close i, I don't know it's kind of hard to explain because everybody everybody feels differently about this Like, you know, there's some people in your life, like they could always come up to you and and grab you or hug you, but there are other people like it might just be a bad day for that with that particular person. Um, and, and in this case, like Sasuke really seems to be clueless about that, which is not an excuse. That's not an excuse. Um, but again, these are teenagers and they're just kind of, they're, they're kind of learning this. So, um, yeah, he he. Re- they really need to figure that out between them. But it's hard because a lot of people they don't want to tell somebody like don't don't you know like don't come up and hug me if I don't know that you're going to do that or I really don't like to be touched or hugged. It's kind of <laughs> uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to have that conversation. But um, I think it's uncomfortable because we've kind of been taught like if someone's hugging you, they're being nice. But that's not always the case. And if you're uncomfortable with that, you deserve to be able to say that and stand up for the for yourself you know
0: okay yeah i wonder if so, they'll address it i know um i mean bringing up fan service again but that's <laughs> unfortunately like you see a lot of that sometimes oh, in, yeah. um, in manga and in anime and that is obviously you know problematic because a lot of the times it is it's like the situation you're describing but worse in that oh yeah but it's done in such a way where it's like, Oh, but it doesn't matter. Move on. And that mm-hmm. troubles me. Um,
1: oh yeah. Yeah. It, it just, it, in this case, it kind of romanticizes it. Like if, if it's oh, done like yeah. affection or if the, or if you both if, if you both really you know, care about each other, it should be okay. But no, it's not, if you're uncomfortable being touched, it should be okay for you to say that. And that's my only concern is, you know, like if young people are reading these, and they're seeing that romanticized where like it's not mm-hmm. not stepping in and saying hey this this doesn't look like a situation where everybody's comfortable with this hugging or touching, like maybe you need to get off them, you know? Right. It, oh, it's it's right. uncomfortable as adults to say that sometimes, like you don't want to offend somebody who you really like, or you really think they mean well, but mm-hmm. they need to be told, Hey, this, uh, I'm not crazy about this. Like you need to just like back off a little bit because you don't know how they're going to react. And you, you don't want to upset them if it's somebody you, that you care about, but they need to, on their end, care enough about you to say, Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. And I'll I would definitely, you know, not do that again, unless I, you know, I ask you, um, right. but it's, it's romanticized a lot in, um, fiction, manga, movies, whatever, especially for younger people. And yeah, that, that bothers me because I don't want any, any, you know, anybody reading it and thinking, oh yeah, I'm really uncomfortable with people touching me, but you know, in this story it's okay because you know, this is what's going on. But, and so they don't speak up.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that, that you brought it to light. Um.
1: Yeah, there there are other ones. I mean, and I really like the story. So yeah, I'm not yeah, saying that yeah. this is like, I don't feel like this is like a huge negative here. There are other ones where I'm really conflicted about that um, I think I will be bringing up in another episode that um, it's it's hard for me because I really like the story and the characters. But there's more of this going on and it's romanticized a lot more. So it's, it's, oh, it's a sure. it's, there's a big conflict, you know, for me for that. Um, But also it's, it's a good way to start that conversation. Right. You know, like if, if you're reading it and you know other people are reading it and you're like, Hey, did this, did you notice this? Or, you know, what do you think about this? Um, mm-hmm. And, and just to kind of bring that out in the open mm-hmm. and, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's very useful. And I will say that I am intrigued. Like you were talking about a lot of positives, so like you said, oh yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, still read it, obviously, and I do still want to read it. It sounds very cute, and I feel like it it might have a similar vibe vibe to I think our son is gay, but looking at it from a different perspective, because um, I think our son is gay is kind of. it looks the, through the lens of the mother's point of view a lot of times. And like, yes, we're following Hiroki and his journey, but, and it's still sweet and everything, but he, I don't know if he's even accepted that he's, I don't, it's interesting. And like his journey of self-acceptance and like finding himself is there, but, and same thing with your story too, but obviously it's the teen who is the lens. Right. right. It's,
1: yeah. It's both of them.
0: Yeah, that's so, really cool. Oh, it's both. It like goes back and forth. Yeah,
1: and it's and and you know they like each other and they're thinking about how much they like each other, and you're like, Oh my gosh, we just <laughs> But it's you know, we you know, you think that because you know they're fictional characters, but if if you're honest with yourself, you can think about time like I can think about times where like, man, why didn't I speak up about this or that mm-hmm. or whatever, or this should have been obvious, but you know, you're nervous, you don't want to say something and either look stupid or be or yeah. Or really get rejected, you know. Right. Like, you know, you, you think, oh, I'm misunderstanding, you know, the, this that look or this signal that I think they're sending me or whatever, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're yeah. unsure. But it's really cute in this because they're, it, but it's very intense, too. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's, you can tell that this is like really the first time that they've um, cared about someone like romantically, like this. And they, so it's, it's that all of this is very new and it makes them nervous because it's another guy. So there's that other layer of like, you know, what are people going to think of me? Is this Mm -hmm. really like real feelings that I'm having for him? You know, so. Mm -hmm. Okay, remember that all of the manga we've discussed today are available here at the Akron Summit County Public Library. You can give us a call or check out our website at akronlibrary.org to find your copies. We'll have another episode for you in two weeks. This has been Full Manga Librarians, and we thank you for listening.